All right, today's daf is daf Tesvav, and we pick up from the new parak. We're now starting the second parak of Meseches Tainus. All right, let's get going. Seder Taniyais Ketzad. Now, don't be shocked, but look for the end of the Mishnah. Yeah, keep looking, keep looking. <laughs> Today's daf is Kamat going to be a Mishnah. All right. Um, we're gonna the mission is gonna take us through the first three quarters of uh, of today's daf, and we'll get into a little bit of Gemara. Fascinating, fascinating stuff about the overall seder hayyim. Like what exactly, uh, what exactly was done, which in a in a way is tremendously um, fascinating and interesting. All the information. Yet at the same time, there's going to be so many times where we're like, we want the mission to tell us like the Chachma behind it, but you're going to have to wait even longer to get, uh, to, get to the Gemara. All right, let's get going. Seder Taniyah Ketzah. What did a Tainus day look like? They would take the Arain. They would take the Arain that had the Sifrei Torah out into the town square. From the shuls. The nice and afer mikla agabe a teva. And they would put ashes on top of the teva. Okay? On top of the ar. Not only would they put ashes on top of the arun, but after that, uberaish hanasi, they would put ashes on the head of the president of the, you know, kehila, uberaish av bezdin, and on the head of the av bezdin. Now, what's the nafkamina? Just to get some clarity here, what's the difference between afar and ether? Aravina says, "Anechi afar ve'ether." I am dust and ashes. Over here, we're using ashes. Okay. What's the difference between the expressions of afar and ether? Good. So very good. Dust and ashes are exact opposite because dust is nothing but something could be made from it. Ashes was something, but now it's nothing, and nothing could be made from it. So ashes show like we're kind of used up, while dirt is symbolic of future opportunity. So in a sense, ashes are more symbolic of humility than dirt is. They would take ashes... Of the of the I'll put I'll put on the aron on the head of the nasi the head of the abezdin, but then afterwards call echad the echad nasi b'raishay. Everybody else put on their heads. Azakein shebehem aymelafeim debrei kavushim, and the zakenim the zakein amongst them would Rashi explains would give a give a drasha and talk about why we're doing what we're doing. He'd give debrei musar, and what would he say? Doesn't it say about the people of Ninveh? saw their actions and they did to tear your hearts instead of your begada. Meaning, you know the musr that the head of the that the zakenim would give, the elderly zakin would say, "Listen, Chabra." We're doing things different. We have the Aram now in Times Square. We have ashes going around on all of our heads. But recognize 
This is not what it's about. It's not about the ashes on our heads. It's not about moving on Kaidesh. It's about us. It's about us doing tshuva. Judaism is not a religion of symbolisms. It's a religion of life. It's a religion of action. Omdu betfila. And they would, they would stand and daven. They made sure that the one who was the, the, the shliach tibor was someone who was a zokein viragil. Somebody who not only was elderly and respected, but also knew the nuschais very well. We're going to see in the Gemara why it's important that they also had a nice nusuch and were familiar with the words. The They had a family, but was an empty nester. Okay, or no, literally means like somebody who wasn't uh, particularly wealthy. Okay, somebody who didn't live in luxury. Um, So that Hitaka had what to daven for. You know, there's a, a Pesach Kron tells over the story about a father of a daughter who Nebuchadnezzar had cancer. And there were people, you know, he, he wanted to take part in this, you know, stop the talking in shul program. And there were people talking in shul. And, and the father thought to himself, like, it must be they have nothing to daven for. The mission is letting us know, if you have something to daven for, it's much easier to remember to daven. So we dafka would send somebody who was zakein or ragil and had what to daven for because that means that the, it, the, the person's taking the situation seriously. They should leave a sholim His heart's going to be complete with the davening. And now we're going to get into the 24 brachas that we spoke about in the previous parak, the last couple of daven, right? We said that usually we have a shmaina esed, on a tainus is 24 brachas. This Mishnah is going to explain how these brachas worked. Get ready to be blown away. This is beautiful. Listen to this. Yurchez Shebechol The 24 brachas are your standard 18. And here's the extra six brachas. You ready? Zechreinais V'shaifres. The same Zechreinais V'shaifres of Rosh Hashanah, Musaf. We said on a public fasting. We put that long bracha in. And then the bracha was, the, the, the remaining ones were from Psukim and Tehillim, Kapitluch of Tehillim, that the Mishnah soon is going to let us know how a Kapitol Tehillim could turn into a bracha. But we would say, Kapitol El Hashem B'tzarosali Karasi Dianeni. In my Tsaris, I called out to Hashem and he answered me. Now the next few are going to be very familiar for us. We said, Shiramalai Sasainai Elaharim Begaymer. Shiramalai Svi Mamakim Karasicha Hashem Begaymer. By the way, this Mishnah is the source letting us know like which are the Iker Kapitlach um, Tehillim to go to in the time of Tzara. Tfila li'oni ki atoif. Revuda Aymer. Le'hoya Tzara Chlaimar Zechonis He says, no, you don't say the full brachas of Zechonis V'shoifres of Rosh Hashanah. Rather, Ela Aymer Tachteim Ra'ab Kiya Ba'aretz Dever Kiyiya. Rather, we, um, we use Psukim from Nevi'im. From Malachim, that um, is resp- that is uh, crying out to Hakadosh Baruch Hu when there was Tzaras in Klal Yisrael, which literally means Ra'av when there's a famine, Kiyia Ba'aretz in the land, Dever Kiyia, or if there's going to be Dever pestilence in the land, Asher Haya 
Devar Hashem al Yirmiyo al and the word of Hashem came to Yirmiyo about the Bitzares, about the droughts that were happening. So it's important to list not only the Tehillim, but also various Psukim from Navi. Now, how did the Kapitlach Tehillim turn into a Bracha? So now the mission is going to explain. The way that you ended the Kapitlach, Al Rishaynahu Aimer, on the first of the extra six Brachas, it ended Misha Ona Esabrama Vinu Bahara Maria, who Yana Eschem, the Yishma Bakot Sakaschem Hayoimazel, who answer you on this day of calling out Baruch Ato Hashem, Goyal Yisro. All right? So that was one Bracha ended Goyal Yisro. Alashniya Hoimer, after the second capital, we would say Misha Ona Esabesino Ayamsuf. Who remembers things that are forgotten. What does that mean? What's forgotten? The bris between Kaisa and the Rabbi Shalom. We say, You, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, never forget the eternal covenant between us. The third bracha. Um, we say, Mishana as Yeshua Bagogol, Huyana Eschem, the Yishma. Now this going on the bracha of Shifris. This is when we were being attacked by the Plishtim. That's okay. As Elio Bahara Carmel, by the story of Elio Bahara Carmel, by the Baal, who Yana Eschem the Yishma Bakot Sakaschem, Ayoimazeb, Borachato Hashem, Shaimea Tefila, and Alashish Suaymer, the sixth Bracha, capital. We say Mishana Es Yaina, Mimea Daga, who answered Yaina from the innards of the large fish, who Yana Eschem the Yishma Bakot Sakaschem, Ayoimazeb, Borachato Hashem. Okay? Who, uh, who answers in the time of Tzara. A little uh, humorous joke that this, that the, to remember when we talk about Yaina. There was a, a teacher in public school who was teaching the children about fish. And she said that whales, I don't know if a whale swallowed Yaina, but apparently this kid in the class thought so. Whales cannot swallow humans. So a little Jewish girl in the back of the fifth grade class in public school says, not true. My mother told me that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. So you see that whales can swallow humans. So, so um, the teacher says, well, you don't have to believe everything that it says in the Bible. The girl says, well, I believe it. The teacher says, well, you shouldn't believe it because it's not factually true. So the girl says, listen. When I come up to heaven and I see Jonah, I'm going to ask him if he was swallowed by a whale. The teacher says, good luck. Well, what happens if Jonah's not in heaven? She says, well, then you can ask him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Al-Hashviyah who I married. On the seventh bracha, we say, Misha ona es David ve'eshloimah b'nai b'yerushalayim. Who has Merachim Rachmanus on the earth. This is talking about the Tfilus of David Amelech in the time of famine, the Tfilus of, of, of Shlemi Amelech by 
the by the uh, in, installation or the establishing of the Beis Hamikdash that were asked on behalf of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so that's that. The Gemara, what, what the Mishnah? I'm sorry, no Gemara yet, no Gemara yet. Not till end of today's done. The Mishnah so far has taught us how the Taina started. Okay, they would put ashes on top of the Arain and then the lead, leaders of the community and then everybody there. And then we got into what exactly these six extra brachas were said that were put into the Shemayna Esrei, how, how they were structured, period. Okay, here we go. Maisa, a story happened, top of Amadeus. Bimei Rebbe Chalafto, a story took place in the days of Rebbe Chalafto. Somebody went to be the Baltfilah. After they finished the entire bracha, nobody said after him, Amen. Nobody said Amen. Okay. Now, what does it mean nobody said Amen? Um, was it Rashi? All right, there's no Rashi on this particular Zach. So they didn't respond, Amen, after the Bracha. Okay. And then the one in charge said, the Tekia, Kaihanim, Tekia. You should blow a Tekia. Misha Ona, Esavromovino Barmiyo, who Yana Eschem Yishma Bakot Zakaschem, Ayoy Mazer. He who answered, Avromovino, answered you on this day, calling out on this day. Hariu bnei Aaron, Hariu, and then afterwards, what did he say? Instead of Amen, he say Hariu bnei Aaron, Hariu. Sound the uh, sound the the truth. Mishon as I've seen all yamsu v'yan esav mishpah b'kotz akaschem ayem azeh u'kishabah davar eitzachachamim amru lo hayinu nayim came ella b'shar mizrach varabayis. Oh, that this is where we explain. Okay, they said no. They said the way that this was done, but the days of Rav Chalafta and in the place of Chinah ben Tradian was incorrect. There should have been a response of Amen. And the fact that they didn't respond Amen, and here's where we explain, rather, there's where Rashi kicks in, rather they would say, um, rather they would say, Baruch Shein Kvad Machusai, Va'aylam Va'ed, that was only done in the Beis HaMikdash. You should not do that outside of the Beis HaMikdash. Okay. Why we say Kahanim before the Bnei Aaron? What on Kohanim Bnei Aaron? Yeah, it's a, it's a, you're right. It's the the Torah calls it that, and it's it's a expression of covered. It's because we're, we're we're stating why they're Kahanim. That's basically what it is. You know, they're the they're the Bnei Aaron. That's their uh, that's their Yichus. That's where they're coming from. Okay. Shalish Taniyas Rishonis on the first three Taniyas of the community. Anshi Mishmar Masan of Lemashlim. So the people who worked in the Beis Hamikdash, the Ganim that worked in the Beis Hamikdash, they started fasting with the community, but they didn't complete their fast. They made sure to eat, as we learned earlier, on the days of their Mishmaris. So it was like a quasi yumta for them. So they didn't want to go through the whole day fasting, but at the same time they wanted to take part in the tsaris of the tzibur. The Anche Beis Av and people of the Beis Av, those who were mamish doing the avaida, they wouldn't fast at all. Okay. In the second set of three fasts, they would fast and complete the fast. Those mamish working the Beis Hamikdash, they would make sure to break their fast before the end of the day. On fast seven through thirteen, 
According to Rishua, everybody fasted throughout. On the first three fasts that the community accepted, all members of the Mishmar, whether they were working or not working, they all um, refrained from fasting. The second set of fasts, that's when we say, the people of the Mishmar would fast if they didn't complete it. And those working in the Beis HaMikdash, doing the Avaida, they didn't fast at all. But the last seven fasts, which are the high, which have the most severity, and the people of the Beis Av, they were Mamish working, so they... Um, they started to fast, but they did not break their fast. Okay, now, the people of the Mishmar. Now, what does it mean, people of the Mishmar? Whoever was part of the family whose avoda it was, which means the, the, the general Mishmar. Okay, you don't mamish have to be doing the avoda. So they were allowed to drink wine during the, the uh, nighttime. Avoloi bayamim. But they couldn't drink wine during the day. Because even though they weren't mamish doing the Avaida, they were there to help out. People working mamish doing the Avaida, the Beis HaMikdash, they refrained from wine completely. Okay? We don't want them getting involved at all in anything that is intoxicating. We've got to refrain from that. Anshe Mishmar, the Anshe Maimed, the people of the Mishmar, and the people of the Maimed, we'll explain in a moment what that is, they did not take haircuts and they didn't do their laundry throughout the entire time of the Mishmar. Okay, we didn't want them to be distracted from the Avaida and to prepare themselves appropriately. But on Thursday, then they can start getting ready for Shabbos. They're allowed to cut their hair and do their laundry. Okay, now, who are these Anshe Maimits? This is very interesting. There's a halacha. Um, there's a halacha that any time somebody is, or we'll, specifically over here, any time a Kayin is doing an Avaida on behalf of, let's say, somebody brings a carbon Chatas, the Kayin is going to be Makriva for him. The one bringing the Chatas has to be there. The Allah is, the owner of the animal needs to be present. Therefore, the way that, the way that a carbon Tzibor worked in the Beis HaMikdash, is that along with the Mishmaris, along with the watchings in the Beis HaMikdash that did the Avaida, there was always a group of Yisraelim there to represent Klal Yisrael. This way, the owner is there along with the Kayan doing the Avaida on behalf of the owner, because the Kahanim really are there as our Shluchim, even though they're also members of Klal Yisrael. They're there primarily as our Shluchim, so we always had a Maimon, a group of Yisraelim that were there constantly in the Beis HaMikdash, also set up as groups, but they weren't Kaihana Mamish doing the Avaida. That's what it means, Anshe Maimon. Okay. Vaiter in the Mishnah. Any day which is written in Megillah's Tainus, the Megillah which told us the days that you're not permitted to fast, because these were like minor young Taivan. Um, so it said you shouldn't give a Hespin. Lefonov Asir. So then the halacha is. Not only should you not give a hespid on the day of this small yamtif, you shouldn't give a spadim even the day prior. La'achar of mutter. But the day afterwards is going to be okay. 
Rabbi Yaisi Aimer, Lefanav Ula Achra Basr. Rabbi Yaisi says, either way, it's going to be Asr. Reasoning for this, we have to wait a couple days. Delay Lehis Ana, if it says don't fast, instead of saying in the Megillah's Tainus, instead of saying don't, don't give a Hespit, it says don't fast on these days, then Lefanav Ula Achra Basr, you're allowed to give Hespitim before and after. Before that day, even though it only said in Megillah's Tainus that you're not allowed to eat, but even on such a day, the day prior, um, you're not allowed to give a hespid, but the day after, Rabbi Yaisi will agree that it is mutter to give a hespid afterwards. Okay, we have to wait for the Gemara to get the, re- the, the full reasoning behind each one. Ein geizrim tainus al-atzibor we never start a series of fasts on a Thursday. Why? So we learned in the Gemara earlier, in the previous parak, quoting this Mishnah, because we don't want there to be inflation. We don't want there to be inflation. What's going to happen is, if the first fast starts on a Thursday, everybody's going to be flooding the markets Thursday afternoon to break their fast. And the people, the, the market owners may not be aware that... The reason why they're doing this is like is specifically for now because what's going to happen, even if they are, or, or they will be aware, because what's going to happen is people are going to be buying food for both Thursday night to break their fast and for Shabbos. So it can lead to major uh, price gouging, okay? Ella, rather, you need to do Monday, Thursday, Monday. Ella, shalish taniyaz rishayinah sheni v'chamish v'sheni. Okay, why? So Monday, people are going to go shopping in the stores Monday afternoon, to break their fast on Monday. Therefore, the store owners by Thursday realize how the series of fasts work. Once they hit Thursday, they're going to realize that people are really primarily buying the food just for Thursday. They're not going to play around really with the prices. However, once you get to fast four, five, and six, it doesn't need to be Bahab. It could be Haba. Yeah, it could be Thursday, Monday, and Thursday. Why? Because at this point, they know already. They got it. I already did a Monday, Thursday, Monday. And if there's still a drought, didn't rain. So I'm just going to keep going. Thursday, Monday, Thursday. But the store owner is going to be aware of what's happening. You never start a series of fasts on a Thursday. Okay. We do not declare a fast on a tzibor. We never make a fast day, a public fast day, on Hanukkah, or Pidim. All right? Even if a tzara happens, there's a drought, there's a famine, we never start on one of these Yom Tzibor. However, if they already started a cycle of fast, you don't stop it and it's permitted to keep fasting if, let's say, it hits a Reish Chaydesh. Okay? You'd keep going with it. Amar, Divi Rabbi Gamliel. Amar of Meir. Afal Pish, Amar Rabbi Gamliel, in Mavsikin, Maida Haya She'ein Mashlimin. He will agree that um, you should never be Mashlim a fast on one of these uh, Yamim Taivim. Okay, even if, that was according to him, says, says Rabbi Gamliel, very interesting, even if Rosh Chaydesh is Monday, 
and it's a fast day, you should fast, but make sure to break your fast right before Shkia. Okay, so you kind of you're fasting most of it, and then you got to break your fast. Same thing applies with Tishabab that falls out in Erev Shabbos. Friday, you're not allowed to fast. Nowadays, we don't have Tishabab that falls out on Friday, but be it as it may, if it would, you're going to come out that one should break their fast before Shabbos starts. One should not go into Shabbos fasting. Period. End of that. Hela um, Gemishna. And there's obviously a ton to consider. Now, let's start going through the Mishnah. Zok the Gemara. How did things look? What was the structure of a public fasting? We said they took the Aaron and they brought it out to the, the, the central square. Says the Gemara, Did this apply by every series of fasts? Whenever there was a, a public fast, we did this. But I'll ask you a contradiction. Fasts one through six. The first set of fast and the second set of fast. They're going to shul. They would dab in the usual way. But on fast seven through thirteen, then might see an and and here it says afer. Okay, Raisha Nasi Raisha Bezdin. That they would bring ashes instead of dust. But the Gemara is focusing right here on is. You see that the Aaron was not brought, the, the Teva, we'll call it, that was the word of the Mishnah, was not brought out into town square on every public fast day. It would only start doing that on fast number seven. So why does the Mishnah seem to imply that, a, that even on the first public fast, the beginning of the first series, they would take the Teva out to the central square? That's not true. Answer to Gemara, Omer of Papa, Ki tnan nami masnisen Yeah, our Mishnah. When we say, Ketzad, how did it work? What we meant was on fast 7 through 13, but we're not arguing on, on uh, the other mission. Okay. Next. Two dots. The Mishnah says, Uvaraisha Nasi. They would put ashes on the head of the Nasi, the president of the Kehillah. And then we said, Kol Echad Ve'echad Naitel. Everybody else put it on his own head. So it seems, here's how it worked. The Gemara is working off of a premise that the Mishnah had a specific order. Teva, Arun, Nasi, Avbezdin, everybody else. It says Gemara Ini. But it's not true. But we learned in the Braiso. Rabbi Yemi Rabbi says, Begedula maschilim in when it comes to get the zachin, good things, then the gadol comes first. Ubeklala, when it comes to things that are symbolic of negative things, chas v'sholem pekal yisrael, maschilim and akotan, you should start from the ketanim. Begedayla maschilim and agadol. How do we know about good things? You should start from the the most chashu. Shenemar vayemer meisha el aron ule lazar. Uli Samar. It's talking about Mamisha and Aaron. This is talking about um, after the, um, by the by the uh, no by the Mishkan by the Shivas Meimilu. That's right. The Shivas Meimilu. So um, after the unfortunate incident of Aaron losing his children, so Mamisha first speaks to um, 
it says Maisha to Aaron and then Elazar and Isamar. So you see, you go in in Choshev order and then you, you descend. And by a klala, you start from the lower ones. How do you know? Because betchila niskalal chashuf. What? Nachash. I'm sorry. When it came to ma'aseh bereishis and the sin, the first avera that we had, so the klala started with the snake. The achar kach niskalal and afterwards it was a klala on chava. Achar kach adam, and only afterwards did uh, uh, was was uh, adam punished. So you see, when it comes to a klala, when it comes to being cursed. You start with the uh, you start with the snake. Don't tell uh, anybody that chava comes before Adam. Right? We're just focusing on the question of the snake. Forget that the woman's in the room. Yeah. Okay. So the Gemara says, that over there, the uh, putting on the the ashes is actually a hush of a thing. Listen to this beautiful beautiful idea. The Amri lehu atun chashivisu. If a person's a legit leader, a person's a legitimate leader, then to be the first one to symbolize the loss actually is symbolic of their leadership. By putting the ashes on the Nasi and the Am Bezdim first, in no way, shape, or form is that a klala to them, is that putting them down. Fakert! By putting the ashes on their head first, we're letting them know we consider you chashuv enough to take the leading role for us in front of the Rabbani Shalom. How beautiful, how profound, right? That it's not about what, what meets the eye and what's actually being done over here, but rather we're turning towards you. And when somebody is in a, is zaycha is to be responsible for others, that's a, that's a bracha. Even if it's a time of klala, we actually said this this morning in Berachas Achaydish, right? We had Rosh Chaydish Kislev. Bez Hashem is coming up on Shabbos Kaidash. We daven for a, a life sheyesh chayim shel aisher v'chaved. What do you mean chayim shel aisher v'chaved? Who says aisher v'chaved? You're supposed to run away from from kaved. So Rav Matasio explains that kaved is referring to the basic kaved that we need in order to function. There's a it's there, there's it's a bracha. Just to for people to view us as if we are Bakabadika people. Not that honor is running after us in an unusual way. No. But you're, you're an epis. You're somebody. We all need that. And therefore we daven that we people should treat us in that fashion. And this Gemara as well is giving over this, this beautiful idea that by us showing that we're relying on you and starting with you, that's giving you the chashivas, not chas v'shalom, showing a klala. Period, two dots. Okay. Next part of the Mishnah. We said, We'll skip the parentheses. Let's read the parentheses. Okay, after the leaders of the community, uh, everybody else put ashes on their head. The Nasi and the Av Bezdin would take ashes. The Ninchu Bereishayu. And they put the ashes on their own heads. Very interesting. If you look at the rest of the community, okay, it says they um, put the ashes on the head of the Nasi and the Avvezin, and then what did everybody else do? They put it on their own heads. Gemara wants to know, 
why is it important that the ashes on the Nasi and the Av Bezdin is not done by themselves? That it's got to be done by somebody else. Omar Rabbi Abba de Minkisri. Rabbi Abba from Minkisri says, You can't compare somebody who is Mevayesh himself, top of tomorrow's daf, to somebody who's embarrassed from others. If I bring it upon myself, this Seder. But when others go and bring embarrassment, um, it's, it's felt. It's felt. It's much more traumatic. Says the Gemara, well, where, where are the ashes put? Beautiful. To give, bring to bring Avelus to Tzion, to Kal Yisrael Tzion, to give them to give them Peer splendor, Tachas Efer in the place of ashes. Okay, so the let's go back to the so Peer. We're going to hold it here for uh, um, for uh, this evening, but just to focus on this last idea, you know, about when it comes to um, somebody else being Mavayish or myself being Mavayish, if I'm doing it by myself, I'm doing it to a point where I know I can handle it. This is a choice. It's a choice. Interestingly, it's specific to the Nasi and the Av Bezdin that we're showing them covet by starting with them first, yet it's important that they feel it more than anybody else. And how is it going to be felt more than anybody else? By somebody else bringing this kind of, uh, you know, that they should be misbayish. They should be embarrassed by the, by the current uh, situation. I'm going to throw in one, one other idea, maybe. I don't know if there's MS. There's something I would, you know, just to, to think about. Maybe you could say, many of you here can, can uh, feel with this. That one, when a person's a Nasi or a Av Bezdin, they might be too used to Busha. It could be they're too used to it already. So that if we want them to talk and feel it, it comes with the, it comes with the job, right? It comes with the, with the platform. So it could be in order for them to feel it, you got to go a little above and beyond what, <laughs> what everybody else is uh, doing this way. It's felt, I don't know if that's Emes or not, but it certainly works out with this Kamara. All right, the We'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bez Hashem. We will pick up from here tomorrow morning at 9.30. A good and a good Arab Hanukkah.